It's the Fear Central Podcast. Hey, fellow horror fans, welcome to the Fear Central Podcast. My name is Mike and Heather, Chris, Joe, Paul, Paul. Yeah. Glad to see you, Paul. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So we've been gone the last couple of weeks. Um, besides what's going on with the rest of the world, which we'll get into in just a moment, um, we've also been working know. on towards doing our own short film. So we've been yes. in preparations for that and working very hard to get that going. So that's kind of taking a little precedence over you know, coming Should we like give show. them a little you know, teaser? But, you know, I will tell you that part of it walking through my kitchen scared the hell out of you at night kind of caught me off guard because i forgot it was there <laughs> and so all of a sudden i just see the that mm-hmm. in the, out of the corner of my eye and let me tell you at three thirty in the morning when you're getting up to get a drink yeah it'll it'll get you you, you just warned yeah. my little blackened heart it was great. <laughs> it's so wonderful when you hear something scares the shit out of people. So uh, that's what we've been doing. Uh, that's part of the reason uh, amongst what's currently going on with the rest of the world right now, um, which we hope everyone is staying safe. Uh, keep it clean. Keeping your social distance. Use your barbicide. Hand sanitize yourself. Hand t- yeah. Dip yourself um, in hand You're too sanitizer. close to me. Don't, uh, don't be grabbing 80 you know cases of toilet paper because you're not gonna licking the damn toilet seats and doorknobs i mean come on your mom raised you better than that i need those tiktok views no you don't (laughs) you know all the sanitary things that we were taught as children it's the hashtag unsanitary challenge the hand sanitizer no don't stand don't be closer than six feet away stop kissing everybody don't kiss don't handshake right now it's we're kind of in uncharted territories for us, so just, just just do like the Vulcans. Just live long and prosper, live long and baby. Prosper. Just that's a great way to. There you use go. Use common yeah. sense, people. Uh, it's take, yeah. taking a little bit for the hand hand motion it's to get there. I can't talk today. Yeah. Um, nobody nobody needs seventy five rolls of toilet paper no. or seventeen cases of water. No. Unless However, you have a house full build... of seventeen, I'm, I'm there's no reason that you need that. No. Be no. socially responsible. Yes. yes. Put your house rolling on a hiatus for a little bit. Yes. Yes. But the great thing is, being that everyone should be in isolation, it gives you plenty of time to catch up on podcasts like ours. Yes. Yes. And you can do that by actually Binge. going over to our website. Uh, fearcentral.net mm-hmm. and we've got all the links there if you would like to subscribe to us give us a good rating and a review uh and that way you can also keep up with what's going on when we come out with new shows um i will say that we live in a very small community out in rural middle of nowhere so you know we're, all in we're not like in some of the bigger cities where there is a lot more well, concern Texas changed all country. actually yeah there was one confirmed case in the next in Two counties over. Two counties. Yeah, but not in two yeah, but if you go that way, it's like a blink. Yeah. In a blur. Right. <laughs> and don't step to the left. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. So it's close. It's closer <laughs> than I'm comfortable with. So therefore, we well, thought this week we would uh, go on and revisit uh, horror movies and probably movies in general that touch base on uh, infectious diseases. And the such. virus, yeah, and the, yeah. the and the chaos that it, it ensues. Very much so. Um, you want to start with yours? Um, yeah. So 
my pick for this is Contagion. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, it's kind of gross. Yeah. There's some parts that make you go, ugh. No, you you doing contagion or contracted? I mean contracted. That's contracted. What I, yeah. I was about to say it's the Sorderberg film. <laughs> no, 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 contracted. Sorry. Contracted. Very crazy. Um, um, both of those films were really good. Both of them were really good. Um, contracted was one that didn't get a lot of. I think it was one of those that went more straight VOD than straight it did VOD. theaters. And it was one that I just kind of was flipping through one of the streaming services and. It popped up, and I thought, hey, I'm going to watch this because I'm that person. And good or bad, I do. And so I found this one, and uh, yeah. You're, you're that person? What type of person are you, according to this? I'm definitely not the contracted person. <laughs> so what else do you want to know about my movie? Um, the plot? Do you know the plot? I do know the plot. Um, so this young, probably 20 something girl goes to a party. She's drugged and raped and contracts what she thinks is an STD, Mm -hmm. but it is so much worse. Um, pregnancy. Uh, yeah. Pregnancy. pregnancy, That's it. Yeah. Um, that shit stays with you for 18 so like, years. So there's all these rapid, drastic organic changes to her body. Like um, her fingernails fall off. And that is a really gross scene to just watch her pull oh, yeah. her fingernails off. It's really gross. Yeah. Um, and so like the next 72 hours are gruesome and pitiless. I mean, she's, it's, it's gross. Um, some of the, hold on, let me show the picture of her face and, and she's raped by a um morgue worker who has come up with this like contagion that he gets from having sex with dead bodies so it's very yeah it's it's a great and, and and this this is what she looks like by the end of the film Oh, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's it really is. Well, I mean, that's the cover, so I gotta imagine it's worse than that in the film. Oh, it definitely is. Oh, yeah, it gets um, it gets really bad, way better worse than that. Um, (laughs) but she's going through a hard time. Her girlfriend leaves her, and she goes to this party, and so one night stands. Not the best idea. No. Yeah, you know, you know what the tagline is. What? The tagline is actually not your average one night stand. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That makes it sound like it's some sort of rom com. Yeah. Uh, it definitely <laughs> it's not is not. Action Kutcher. As the hapless morgue worker. Oh. And, and you know how like the, you see like the parents guide right, and they've got the different colors like green and you know light yellow and then orange or orange and then red is the worst. Yeah, every category is red or orange in yeah. this movie, so it is not for children. But okay. um, yeah, so so you're not allowed to watch it, Mike. Sorry, <laughs> I, th- I thought I was old enough, but I guess not. <laughs> no, so so yeah, um, it's a great it, film. Uh, well, they did a phase two, second film. Phase they two. did phase two. I didn't care for it as much as the first one. Um, 
They called it phase two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because are, phase are they two. trying to model it after the human centipede movies? Uh, no. no. Well, this, so. the first one had to do with a girl. The second one had to do with a guy in somewhere else. Okay. So the basic storyline for the second one is the character Riley searches for a cure to the virus. Uh, that took over Samantha before it consumes him and the entire world. Yeah. And it's shot just as well. I mean, it's not like it's a bad film. Like, you know, some sequels but are it just is like, very, why did you make this? It is, well, and the first film was, I mean, it's like 84 minutes long, and it was like, it only worldwide grossed like $58,000. So it's, I mean, it's not a, big budget movie but it is worth the watch if you are into infectious disease movies okay so okay chris you got one yes came from robert rodriguez okay and it's part of the grindhouse kind of family the double and feature it's, uh planet terror <laughs> Strange noises are amongst us. Planet Terror. Robert started. Rodriguez from yes. the Grindhouse double it's feature. Pretty good. Um, basically, a bioweapon is released and it turns everything into zombies or zombie like creatures. Mm-hmm. Starred uh, Rose McGowan, Freddie Rodriguez, Michael Bean, um, quite a few others. Michael Parks. Bruce Willis, who was only on set for two days, but they made set, it look like yeah. he was there the entire time. Right. <laughs> this is yeah. The movie is based mask. in Texas. <laughs> yeah. it, it's based in Texas. Um, soundtrack's pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Has um, too drunk to fuck on there, and uh, well, oh, your favorite oh, part is is all the the blisters and boils. It, and I loved the blisters and boils. I. And when I see something that's infectious, I want to see the squishy and the pop and the oh. goo and I, I really want it on to On the be cast visceral. list, we forgot the be- we forgot my favorite character. Which one? Who's out? Jeff Fahey. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Always working on his barbecue sauce the entire damn movie. Yes. Well, and I love the fact that Rose McGowan was a go go dancer mm-hmm. with a machine, machine gun, gun leg. leg. Yeah. But well, halfway want, through. She, she yeah. wanted to be it a was comedian. a sword leg for a little bit too, wasn't it? It was her aspiration to be a But comedian. she wasn't a good go go dancer because it's not it's go go, not cry cry. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so, she was dating the director, so I mean, just you know. Did you hear about her casting in that movie? Mm-mm. That's an epic story. All right, Is it? come on. Um, so if you don't, if you know, I have to drop. A, I have to drop an uncomfortable name when it comes to the movie industry. <gasps> no. Weinstein. Uh, yes. Oh, Bob. McGowan was one of the accusers. Yes. She he, she was dating Robert Rodriguez and Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino, who were like basically being given carte blanche by the Weinstein company to do things. He uh, Rodriguez hears about what she's claiming that Weinstein did in the in the early years, uh-huh. and uh, he basically just kind of elbows his way in at a dinner party, saying. Uh, 
hey, we're working on that movie that we were told you about, Grindhouse, and everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, and I've got a perfect leading lady. Hold on, I'll get her right here. And he puts Rose McGowan in front. He's like, she's perfect. She's going to be she's gonna be my star for this vehicle and everything. And Weinstein is like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. I, don't, you. I don't know if I want to go yay Rose or yay Robert or um, ha-ha. <laughs> I mean, they not not yay Weinstein. No, no. Definitely not yay Weinstein. Boo. Boo Weinstein. Boo Weinstein. Very much boo. Um, but I remember uh, Mike got it because he was very much into Robert Rodriguez's movies Who? at the time. and. <laughs> Ooh, I, I had too much to drink tonight, to be we honest. We all had Rodriguez. a little. <laughs> Robo Rodriguez. There you go. <laughs> and he was like, you got to sit down. You got to watch this with me. And I was like, fuck, here we go. All right. Another machete movie. And I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. It's and been a I long time it. since I've seen that movie. Like I have a long time. I have the double feature on Blu-ray. I'm not sure. Like it's, they, it's released in two versions. The mm -hmm. they have the the 20 minute longer version by itself, mm -hmm. right. or the uh, hour 21 that's part of the double feature. Yeah, right. I don't know which one I like better on that one. It seems I like the, the like the, the double feature. It better. Seems the double feature works it better. It clips on you know per, at a good pace on the double feature. Right. Yeah. Especially that Which one. is what we watched it on. Yeah. So, but I, I just, the whole scene where he's sitting there in the the ER and the doctor's taking a look at the tongue and he's squishing it and it <gasps> pops. I'm like, yes! And there, yeah, and there's that <laughs> wonderful scene where the uh, attending doctor is just looking through uh, half fake, half real disease photos mm -hmm. on that screen yes <laughs> but joe's favorite part <laughs> let you tell that is um the director's best friend and uh co-conspirator quinn tarantino <laughs> when he was attacking the uh the two female main leads and gonna get his and then he was Part of the infection, but it was staved off by the gas mask, but they took it off to get his, and then parts started falling off of him. Yep. Melting away. Pants around his ankles, and things start falling out in between his legs. And he's but, still coming after him. Yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> I don't care if that fell off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so something interesting I was just seeing here is that uh, when he face, first came up with the idea for it, uh, he did that while he was making The Faculty. I love that movie. That was such an amazing I movie. I love that movie. Uh, he told Elijah Wood and Josh Hartnett that zombie movies were about to come back in a major way, and he wanted to be there first when it happened, so he prepared a script. Uh, he only got as far as the first 30 pages before he got stuck on ideas, and when he got attached to the project, the zombie craze happened, just as he predicted, where he later commented, I knew I should have made my zombie film. But then he wouldn't Aww. have had Fergie in it. I know, I know. <laughs> you leave Fergie alone. No yeah. brainer. You leave Fergie alone. <laughs> yeah, the tagline for that is just fully loaded. Yes. Yeah, that sure. works. It, it's amazing. Fully loaded. It's, a, it's a recommendation for watching the movie. 
Yep. Another little tidbit, useless tidbit of information. It says, while on set, Robert Rodriguez would play the soundtracks from Escape from New York and The Thing to set the mood for the movie. Yes. That nice. makes sense nice. because the score is very Carpenter-esque. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've always wondered, is Freddy like his brother or cousin, Freddy Rodriguez? No, but his sisters are all over that movie. Yes. Are they? Yeah. I knew his sisters helped him. So. Yeah, the ba- the crazy babysitter, baby, sitters. Better babysitter twins are his younger sisters. The cop is one of the middle sister. Yes. So hey, you Rebel. know, if you got family, use them. Yep. Just saying. <laughs> yes. They're very photogenic. Yeah. Well, his whole family, because from what I understand, one of his sisters is also a musician and does touring and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Robert Rodriguez did this music on that one, didn't he? Yeah, because he does so. on most of his movies. This uh, Which there's he, a couple he, of songs on here how. that were not. He learned to play guitar after making El Mariachi. Mm-hmm. Well, but I know he did music on Sin City. Was I think the first one that he did? Yeah, on? probably. Yeah. Quite Which epic. I I like that yes. rock infused jazz stu- type stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Body count on Planet Terror uh, on the Planet Terror segment is two hundred. 281. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. So there's a lot of chaos in that movie. Lots oh, yeah. of chaos. Lots. C- cringiest moment in that entire does, movie do to me. they say how many genitals were crushed? <laughs> they do not. They just How many balls were in that jar? <laughs> Yikes. Wow. <laughs> that was a point, Dad. <laughs> cringiest moment in the entire movie is whenever, whenever, uh, she, whenever uh, Marley Shelton gets her hands injected, and she got, tries to get, she tries to drive off. Yes, slips yes. and her, slips and breaks her wrist in the do- car door. Uh. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like you. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, I don't remember all the parts, but yeah, it's... there's a lot of needle play. No, there's a lot of needle no. play with Marley Shelton. No. <laughs> I, I, I had three friends. I had three friends. When you when you see my yellow friend, you'll never see. <laughs> yeah, I do remember the, the part Joe was talking oh about with the uh, droopy schlong. Oh my! Droopy yeah. schlong. Is that you know? I, I appreciate your service to the U.S. military. God bless you. Yeah. May you rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any other comments on that one, honey? No. No. What do you got, Joe? I'm going to dig deeper. Uh, it's a movie called Pulse. Okay. The original. The original. Japan, which was made in Japan. Made in Japan. Um, Kiyoshi Kurosawa is the director. I'm, I'm relying on Paul to fill in the gaps. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It might be more fun to just let you go we, through We've it. had way too much alcohol tonight. <laughs> well, well, I mean, but, but I saying, it was a good It's film. a very artistic and very subtle, ambiguous horror film. Yes, but it definitely had that element of <laughs> contagion. And uh, yeah, it's it, not an actual virus. We're talking symbolically here. It's symbolic, but like yes, into it later on in the movie. But it was about people that get sick. They turn into shadows, or they don't have shadows, and then they uh, start getting sick, and then um, something to do with uh, um, dust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Our shadows have those shadows, and we're dust. No, no, people. no, hold on. Let him finish what he thinks this movie <laughs> okay, is. Okay, uh, let's do this. Oh, oh, okay. These people get sick. Mm-hmm. Sick. And, and, and then they see the shadows. 
but they're not shadows. But, 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 but then if they're friends, she, the shadows, that's a bad thing. Because it's just described movies we haven't seen. But, 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 well, I, I didn't see it, but it's so, been a while. It's like a Japanese Groundhog Day. Very close. And what's it about? It's about two and a half hours. But seriously, it's about, you know, um, the, the process of getting sick and um, alienation and then the. Um, the eventualities of sickness and you know you befall that ailment and um would you like me to read the actual uh, plot I, for the movie i, 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 I would appreciate the, uh, uh, yeah <laughs> after one of their friends commits suicide strange things begin happening to a group of young tokyo residents one of them sees visions of his dead friends in the shadows on the wall while another com- another's computer keeps showing strange ghostly images yeah is their friend trying to contact them from beyond the grave, or is there something much more sinister going on? So, to get why Joe selected this movie mm-hmm. would be a major spoiler for said film. Okay. okay. True enough, but... So, the film relies on... Uh, the film relies on uh, that... It's that group of friends, and they all start like seeing these visions over time. Once anyone sees these ghosts, they start feeling the loneliness that's come, that's come with it. Because the idea of ghosts are basically, they are trapped in our realm. They can't really correspond. They can't really reach out to anyone. Isolation. And it leads to a sort of lingering depression, which ends up resulting in the person just phasing out of existence and becoming one themselves. Yeah. Um, at some point in the movie, it skips ahead an indeterminate amount of time. Like, you don't know how long. Mm-hmm. It looks like months, but honestly, they say it's so fast it could have been weeks. Right. Tokyo becomes a wasteland. Okay. Like, it is just barren. There's not many Japanese movies that doesn't make Tokyo a I'm not even going to attempt the ja- uh, the Japanese are you going to speak line? it to us? Do I'm it, not. Do but do I will read do the. Just, uh, just do it. Uh, do no. It, do, it, do it. No. The English translation is Do you want to meet a ghost? Yeah. I, I personally don't. I do not either. Um, so, recomm- I, yeah. I personally recommend the movie, but it's like the. If you, th- if you think you've seen it because you've seen the American version. No, very different. Very different. Kiyoshi Kurosawa makes movies that make that, uh, he makes feel bad movies. Oh, feel bad movies. Okay, because okay. that's that movie is all about depression and the idea that there is nothing after life. True oh. life. It is straight up. Death is nothingness. Okay. Now, uh, is it found on VOD or? Can you it find this one pops, easily? It pops up every so often. It might be on Shutter because Arrow released it on Blu-ray. It's it oh, definitely okay. available. Do you know if that would be English dubbed or? It will be subtitled. subtitled. I've never okay. seen a dub for this yeah. movie. All right. Yeah. Just trying to give the audience, you know, a chance yeah. to go. Not on know. subject at all, but I also recommend Kyochi Kurosawa's Cure. Cure sounds like it should be. Sounds like it should be related, but it's not. It's not. Same vein. Actually. 
in the symbolic way you said it, it would fit, I guess, the subject matter. But so that one also has shadows that aren't shadows. That, no, you know, that one is about people, a rash of people killing their loved ones. And okay. it all seems to relate to this hypnotist who uh, is kind of hiding some dark secrets. Oh, okay. It is so, so more it is spiritual. A re- it's a better movie, in my opinion, but mm-hmm. it's a much more uncomfortable movie. Okay. Like, it, that one makes you feel terrible afterwards. So that one afterwards. moves more into the psychological, spiritual, supernatural. But, but, but it's it. all about the bad things of being human. Ah, okay. But, but, but Stephanie, you know... But both both films are very good. <laughs> okay, what you got, Paul? What's yours? I've been struggling. Have you been struggling? <laughs> um, Heather's suggestion made me remember a movie I like, but I'm pretty sure we've talked about. Of course, I think we talked about Contracted already too. Yeah, we did. Pretty sure we did. I gotta say, it's gross, but it stuck with me. I really like Raw. Raw. Yes. Okay. Raw is really yes. good. Like it it sounds so cliche and cheesy because it's like vegan goes to a medical school where they're doing a whole bunch of awful things and hazing practices and she ends up getting fed raw meat during one ah. of the hazing practices and it contaminated? It well it <sighs> without without revealing the whole plot there are She's a vegan or vegetarian mm-hmm. because her family has made her so. Yes. Well, there's family background that is the cause of them being vegetarians. Yes. So being fed meat triggers triggers this and has very bad consequences <laughs> Beca- with scissors at one point. Very animalistic. It behavior. is very animalistic. Okay, so yep. the actual plot summary is. A young woman studying to be a vet develops a craving for human flesh. That's not much of a tagline. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that really that's has... the plot summary. The tagline is, what are you hungry for? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. There are a lot of trigger warnings for that movie, especially whenever the sister enters the picture. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <It's>... Yeah. <laughs> it was very well done. It was... It, very... It's very solid. It, yeah. it, <laughs> I, I put it on the same wavelength as Teeth. Which I also kind of really yeah. like. Teeth was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, Raw's not funny. No, there's no funny. fun in What's Raw. the director's name? Garanas Maridier? Or, no, oh. Julio Ducono. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very solid. But, uh, Garant Mariello? Mm-hmm. So, is this... French? It's very yes, French. It's very French. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering with the names. I was like, and if, looks like and a lot of you, French and names. If, you, if any of our, if any of our listeners have seen French horror films, but not this one, yes, it's just as sadistic as most French horror films are. They are so sadistic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird because like you know there there's certain cultures that just like pervade like you know America has its own brand just like France has its own brand just like Spain has its own brand and yeah Spain um, makes you feel sad Spain France is, is sad. sadistic France is very sadistic yeah. well, this movie and, has gotten 22 wins and 43 nominations in various places yeah it was really it's really worth a watch it is subtitled 
Mm-hmm. But okay. it's it's, a quick it's still watch, very, very solid. It is a quick watch. It's not it's not super long. It's like ninety nine minutes. Yeah, and it it feels even faster. It than does. That. It really does. It really does. So but. it won best director at the Austin Fantastic Fest. Awesome, um, fantastic. Fest. It won the Propreshi Prize at Cannes. Okay. I don't know what that prize is. But I don't either. It's nice that it got something at Con. Yeah. Uh, the CIFCC Award at the Chicago Independent Film Critics Circle Awards for Best Foreign Film. Mm-hmm. So it's done pretty well. Came out in 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very solid. And if you're wondering, uh, and you haven't listened to the show a whole lot, uh, the reason I keep asking all the questions is because I usually don't watch a lot of horror, uh, foreign film. Uh, yes. primarily because I'm not that great of a reader, so half the time so, so, I'm reading yeah, the so, subtitles so versus the, watching the film. Yeah, so tonight we're just going to go all foreign films thrown at you. Yeah, <laughs> except for Chris. And mine, mine wasn't Oh, yeah, foreign. and yours. Uh, but yeah, Joe, and, Joe and Paul are going to throw foreign at me. So. I mean, we can totally throw some more foreign ones. Oh, I'm sure you can. I have to have something. <laughs> so I, I do. That's why I always There's ask if Japanese it's English dub because... I don't remember it, but I remember being liking it. What? It's a Japanese horror film called Infection. I Infection? Rem- yeah. It was pretty good, but I don't remember it. It's been years. Yeah. So um, so we had Contracted mm-hmm. and Planet of Terror. Pulse. Raw. Raw. Almost sounds like Pulse Raw. It's, okay. No. No. And so uh, I'm going to bring up a, a really great one that's actually in the process, potentially, right now, with everything going on. It's probably put on hold. Um, the Stand. Stephen King, The Stand. Yes. Amazing story. Uh, he's Book. actually come out on Twitter recently and said, no, the current virus is not like The Stand. It's not the super flu. Not the super flu. Not the yes. super flu, no. Um. I have not read the entire book because it's huge. It is fantastic. So Start I'm to sure finish, I'm missing a lot is, from the series. Oh, you are missing so much. Master King. Isn't it actually shorter than the re-release of it, though? Is it? Um, they did do the, the, a, a, a the, producer's cut. The time cut. is shorter on the Audible. They did do an extended cut of it, so it's like <laughs> a little bit longer now than it used to be. Right. So, Hold on, I can tell you real fast. Okay. See, I'm I'm big on audiobooks. Um I love them. I listen to them all the time, especially King ones. Yeah, you've listened to Stephen King's It like what twenty times now? I've listened to it <laughs> at least that many times, yeah. and it is long. Yep, she threw um, a very uncomfortable quote at me the other night while I was here. <laughs> I did, didn't I? It was fantastic. Like, Remember what that's from? And I'm like, um. <laughs> I will. No, uh, no. From the black a, spot chapter. For, yeah, from the black. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will regale you with it after the show. Uh, yeah, you don't. You can't do that on air. No. Um. Hold on. Let's see. Matt Green from. <laughs> uh, while she's looking that up, for those that don't know, um, the stand. Plot summary is after a deadly plague kills most of the world's population, the remaining survivors split into two groups, one led by a benevolent elder and the other by a maleficent being. 
Yes. Uh, to face each other in final battle between good and evil. Uh, the tagline is, the end of the world <laughs> is just the beginning. Beginning what? I don't know. Part it's, of the epic Dark Tower saga. It is uh, 47 hours and 47 minutes long. Okay. Which is three hours, right at three hours longer than it. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So. How many pages is the actual book? Hold on. Come I mean, on. I gotta, if it's I'm, longer than it, I mean. Well, you get do the, I guess do the extended version, the one for, that came out in the early nineties. Uh, but the original was brought out as a TV miniseries, which I think the new one is going to be as well. It was originally a book. Uh, oh, it's true. But film were film wise, uh, it had a great cast: what Gary station? Sinise, Molly Ringwald. What station is it supposed to be on? HBO? I, I don't know as of yet. Um, one of the directors wanted to try and get it made as a rated R, so therefore it would probably would have been on cable or VOD. Um, and the studios wanted to be PG-13, so... Well, if, it's, AMC. If, we're, if we're doing MPAA, are we talking about theatrical release then? It might be. Okay. But I think they're still working on... I mean, it says TV series. Okay. I don't remember being that hard edge, but it's like, yeah, you know, you could really adapt it to be either way. So they're currently they're showing that the series director will be Josh Boone. I have no idea who that is. Okay. The book is eight hundred and twenty three pages long. Eight hundred and twenty three. Mm-hmm. Uh see Josh Boone did The Fault in Our Stars. The New Mutants, which evidently has now been permanently put on hold. Yes. Uh the- Boo. <laughs> Uh, Stuck in Love, The Pretenders, All We Had. So, sounds like he does a lot of rom-coms. Why is he doing The Stand? Well, <laughs> I don't know, you, those you, are dramas. <laughs> you, you you miss the fact that it's post-apocalyptic. It's true. It doesn't say that, though. Mm. Well, if it's not, there's a problem. <laughs> okay, so the plot summary for the new one. <laughs> I'd be very upset if it's says, not post-apocalyptic. <laughs> After the world is in ruins due to a man-made plague, a battle of literally biblical proportions (laughs) ensues between the survivors. So they changed the plot line a little bit from the original series. No. (laughs) That makes me very angry. No, they did. They they, they they changed it. They changed it. Back to the... What? The original plot line said nothing. It just... It's a, a... Disease has taken out most of the population, and what survivors are left are pretty much faced in a battle of good and evil with the two heads of each. So asking the person that selected and the person that just listened to the audio presentation of it, what was the virus again? Do they explain it? In the book, no, they don't. It's just... um they talk about it just being a super flu is what they call it because it's some sort of... It happens in a military installation, and it somehow gets out. Yes. Um, it never really goes into what it is other than mm-hmm. the super flu. Yeah. So. It has a name, though. I saw it a minute ago. I'm trying to remember. No, I'm not going to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I know. Surely everything on Wikipedia is factual regarding viruses and illness right now. So, evidently, the virus in the stand is called Captain Trips. Yep. 
Okay. A rapidly mutating flu that in ensuing weeks wipes out the world, most of the world's population. Yes. So they're based on true events. <laughs> based on no true events, which Joe. haven't happened yet. Yes. <laughs> No joke. No joke. No. We're, we're living in the stand. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. If that was the case, half of us wouldn't be here. 99% of us wouldn't be here because yes. that's what Captain Trips does is take yes. out 99% of the population. You don't know. I could be a ghost. <laughs> You're pretty solid for of a ghost. All the ghosts? Why would we bring back you? <laughs> I like Joe. Mm. Means, sweetie, I love you, but there are other people I would bring back before you. <gasps> My grandfather being one of them. <laughs> Poor Joe. You would be in the top five, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, we got to bring back some of Heather's people. I'll throw you in my top five. There you go. See? I'm here, I'm, I'm here on the request of Paul. <laughs> well, you know, you are his hetero no. wife mate. No. No. <laughs> so, I so don't spend enough time with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like Joe. I He's have fun. a job. It, it takes up time. You know what? Job? job. You know what? You know who I got that from? That one. Right there. I have a job. What's <laughs> 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 a job? So you know what's even better? This about isn't Joe. a yoke. Do you have to wear yeah. your jacket at your yoke? Yeah. <laughs> what what my favorite my one of the favorite things that Joe does that is fantastic. It's one of my favorite things is, is he makes Chad so uncomfortable. <laughs> and it is fantastic. I saw that earlier. He left you. It Joe. was wonderful. Oh, I think he's in bed. Yeah, yeah he left. Yep. Yeah, he cried. Oh no. There oh, goes no, Joe. no, no, Joe, please don't. Please don't. I don't want to bury we're bodies. Recording, Joe. <laughs> and we're recording. So, some of the trivia for the stand. Uh, the art directors needed to figure out how a magic eight ball worked for, for a certain scene. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, so, they called the toy company, what? and uh, they were refused to disclose, disclose mm-hmm. the secret. Oh, yep. Mystic we secrets. We will not let you know how the eight ball yep. works. That's not fair. But what if we need to know? I think it's just a floaty thing in liquid. But <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> <laughs> Um... You open it up and it's empty somehow. What? <laughs> I was lying, dude. It's like, okay, it's like those little magic baby bottles, you know? They look filled and you turn them and then all of a sudden they're not filled. Oh, so it's like a, it's like a clear coat? Yes. Yeah. But it's empty inside. Yes. <laughs> and, and so the, the bad guy, Randall Flagg, yes. Uh, yes. has no appeared flag. in multiple novels. Yes, he has. Yes, um, he has. His first, first appeared in The Stand and then Baldwin he was stars. in... <laughs> No, stop it! Wrong series. Stop um, it! The Eyes yeah. of the Dragon. In and out. The Dark Tower. The Dark Tower. Uh, he goes by several aliases, often identified by the initials RF. And The Walking Man. Mm-hmm. As of 2017, Eyes of the Dragon has not been turned into a film, but The ta- Dark Tower has, played by Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Yes. And what? You, what? Why you? The Dark Tower is truly one of the best literary pieces we've had in our modern era. And no offense to anybody that was working on 
the um, the Dark Tower, which I just saw. Mr. Alba, we love you. Yeah, Get yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yes, please, please contact us via phone because <laughs> you are wonderful, Ashira Khan. I, I mean, it's like it, it, it was like because that's the thing. It's like the Dark Tower. Most people don't get that it was kind of a side story to the main piece. If you read the main piece and then watched the movie, you'd get it. I won't go into any more details. Too late. <laughs> he didn't say he'd make a long story short. He just said oh. he won't go into but, more but, details. But, 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 but the Dark Tower is... In the Dark Tower, they went through the stand world. Yeah. And, you know, I, I read a chunk. That's the thing. But see, there's even even references to it throughout. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. He makes references throughout the whole con, you know, yeah. continuity. And um, in, in the Dark Tower, he definitely goes through that world at one point in the Dark Tower. And it was it was glorious. And I've technically only read probably 300 pages, which is pretty much the prologue. Yeah. But but it was, it was a great work. I've seen most of the series, but uh, Captain Trips was the nickname of the Grateful Dead guitarist Jerry Garcia. Hmm. Okay. Did not know that. Was Did he clumsy? You? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, that's let's exactly go with it. that. <laughs> Oops, there's a virus. There goes Captain Trips again. Oh, here's some statistics. <laughs> this this one says that the book is 1,141 pages. Yes. The script was 460 pages. Put in six states, uh, 100 shooting days, 125 speaking roles, 95 scripted shooting locations in 19 scripted states, eight hours of screen time, over four and a half hours of music. Jesus. And a partridge and a pear, pear tree. tree. Why didn't they bring Rob Lowe back? Why didn't they? Why did? Why didn't? Why didn't we? He's know. sitting there waiting in he's Lone Star. He's there. Nine one one Lone Star. He's just it's waiting. Like, yeah. Bring Rob Lowe back <laughs> to Stephen King in a Stephen King story. Laws, yes. M O O N. That spells Tom Cullen. Yep. Uh, the ABC <laughs> Network originally wanted Rob Lowe to play Larry Underwood. I don't know how that would have worked. Who? Yeah. They, want, no. they they wanted him to play Larry as opposed to Nick. Really? Yeah. No, no. Uh, interesting enough, Rob Lowe is actually partially deaf in his right ear. Hmm. So playing a deaf man was not far off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, much of the movie was filmed on the old Osmond sound stages in Orem, Utah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. So, sorry. I got distracted by Amanda Freitag. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. She is a sweetheart. Aren't they all? Uh, well, Stephen mean, King, am an amateur musician. <laughs> what are you not doing over there? I don't know, but he's not maintaining it's a, a social show, distance. Sir, no. it's a family show. He is Maintain- not practicing social distancing. Oh no. Well, you could light up his life and taser him. What? She said use a taser on him. Oh. And light up yeah. his life. Um <laughs> Stephen King. Stephen King, Dave Barry, and Matt Gronig included many musical references in the story. Did you say uh, Dave Barry? Dave Barry. You say Matt Groning? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> the title is based on the lyrics from the Bruce Springsteen song, Jungle Land. 
Springsteen himself inspired the character Larry Underwood. Don't Fear the Reaper, which yes. plays over the opening credits, is also a reference to the beginning of the book. Yes. One reference in the film that does not appear in the novel is Randall Flagg's reference to Symphony for the Devil, one which apparently goes right over the head of Lloyd, played by Miguel Ferreira. Miguel Ferreira? Yeah. But it does say Dave Barry and Matt Gronick. So I guess they have a kind of a music, music band thing going on. Based on how I'm reading that? Yep, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. They're, they're like, there's the tower. So <laughs> That's real life, though. Yeah. Matt Groin is the layer of the tower. It's the real world, though. Real life is the tower. Okay. <laughs> so how do we feel that some of the cast members in the new one is going to fit? I know very few of them. Yeah, I'm. I like. I like it being more multicultural, just because like it makes it feel more worldwide. Right. Because it was a very uh, middle America feeling cast. Yeah. The- but it was very much a change from the original concept of what they wanted to do a handful of years ago. But you know, I, I, I'm I'm open for it. it it's. it's you know, if they make it cool, I'm very much open for it. But it's like that and the tower stuff has been very much in production hell for many years. So if they make it work and make it, you know, big and as epic as it needs to be, I'm definitely on board for it. Okay. So what do you think about James Marsden playing Stu? No. You don't think so? He needs to go back to Sonic Land. You think so? I'm, I'm cool with James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of 27 Dresses, huh? You know, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King and 27 Dresses. I'm sorry. That really just caught it, me. It's it very funny. <laughs> it was probably his his part in Accidental Love. Yeah. I he was delightful and enchanted. I'm I, not going to pretend. I accidentally loved him in that movie. <laughs> accidentally loved him not on purpose it was an accident totally an accident is that a quote from your review on the new yorker (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i really think that he has the potential to do really great stuff he was the lead in well i mean there's a lot of people in x-men but it's like he was the character most people loved in the comics as cyclops yes it wasn't conveyed to my liking but most people love him most people love Cyclops. Most That's people true. read the comics love Cyclops. The Boy Scout. Of the yeah. Group. But they say it's a very deep character that hadn't been gone into. So it's like, I'm, you know, they, they, they picked him for a reason because they looked in. I'm sure the people that the filmmakers did a lot of research to say, yes, he has a potential to be a very, very deep character that this character deserves. So. Right. We just didn't see it. I guess we'll just have to wait and see uh, as it progresses. Uh, once we're uh, back into fluidity of how the world should be working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think almost every major motion picture in production has been halted at this point. Well, For yeah. Just two or three yeah. weeks. Um, I've even, I even heard that... Uh, the Tonight Show's been going on with 
a uh, audience list. Ca- uh, well, it's hardly, it's hardly the only one. It, it seems right. that yeah. most not, most shows that have audiences haven't been doing with the audiences lately. Yeah, yeah. including the View, which yeah. I keep a close eye on. <laughs> <laughs> so then you don't have a problem with Whoopi coming into play. Mother Abigail? Whoopi needs to stay safe. That's the most important thing. Because <laughs> you're waiting for Guinan to serve you a drink? Well, that, that's, that's one of my dream things is to have a drink with Whoopi Goldberg. Right. So, yeah. Um, infectious viruses. Uh, there's tons of more films out there. We just didn't really touch on them. Um, if you do a search, you can find a lot of them. Um, you know, Cabin Fever and Lots of others. Yes, sir. Can I say one last recommendation? One last recommendation. Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. With Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Definitely has that feel of infection. Right. But it's about the uh, thought of... Um, all parents go crazy and try to show the children. All parents go crazy, but it's like based kill, off the... Kill, what, kill the children that are out to replace them. Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> based off the, the swine mentality of like killing their offspring. But it was like, I watched that the other day. I really loved it. Just wanted to bring it out. It was amazing. It was. Uh, this is Cage. a saws all because it saws all. It saws all. Great credit sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Very seventies. It was. Yeah. Lance Hammerson. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I was pretty good. I liked it. Selma Blair was good in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, any following closing words? Stay nope. safe out there. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay Wash safe. your hands. Wash your hands. Sanitize. Sing Take Me to Church twice. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's actually a lot or of just things you can go out there. I yeah. mean, you don't really have to sing. You don't have for to. For 20 seconds, you can just count. But the singing's supposed to make it more fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw a meme that was like, boss, you know, he's in, his employee's in the bathroom, and he's like, do you have to sing so loud? And then employees like well yeah i gotta sing for 20 seconds and the employer goes does it have to be the uh the chorus for hurt <laughs> by nine inch nails the one i saw was closer yeah i saw closer yeah i've, I've seen both actually yeah, yeah closer is like, better <laughs> do, do you have to sing while, while washing your hands well yeah that way i no, i get it well, right got it for 20 seconds Not but you have to be so loud well yeah i'm letting everybody else know that yeah. I'm washing Wash my, my hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> but does it have to be the chorus to closer? Yes. But yes, it does. Else. So uh, so we will end with everybody stay safe. Uh, keep your you know, social distance. Don't be hoarders. Be fair with all mm-hmm. your other fellow humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will come back next week and bring out something new. Yeah. Everybody stay safe. And as always, stay scared. Fear Central is a product of Thoughtbox Studios. For more information, visit thoughtboxstudios.com.